0: Hey Flat Earthers, welcome back to Rose <laughs> Till Christmas Day, a show where we sit back, pour ourselves a glass, and discuss our favorite cheesy Christmas films and why the government is lying to us. <laughs> I'm Emma, and I'm joined by my lovely co host, Affy. And this week we are here to talk about not one, but three Christmas films. <laughs> what are we watching this week?
1: <laughs> hey Flat Earthers.
0: Hey. What's up, fuckers? You do not actually believe the Earth is flat. And if you do, I I implore you. I implore you to just dig deeper and you'll find the truth, which is that we're on a big round ball spinning through space at millions of miles an hour. It's kind of
1: terrifying. Mm -hmm. I get motion sick. (laughs) So. Anyway, (laughs) Emma, we should also briefly talk about the fact that we (laughs) fucking failed last week. We did terribly.
0: And you know what? Honestly, so I was telling Abby that I had recorded an an episode for my other podcast called Sapphic Skywalkers with my other co-host. And like, we did the whole thing. And then I sent her the audio and she's like, no, Emma, like this audio is shit. And then, so I don't even think... My audio was working that day. I was just convinced that it was. Because yeah. I was like that was pretty high. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> we bad. Like, like it was it was, so it was bad. bad. And like literally like we I had internet issues and then Audacity kept crashing on my computer and yeah. I could not focus.
0: We were literally gonna like release like a half finished episode because that's as much as we could do. Seriously, and, we still you even know, and it, but it wasn't do even that, worth that.
1: it. It wasn't even worth releasing half of an unfinished episode. We tapped out at about forty minutes. Um, yeah, Chris made it because Chris was down here too in my basement because um, you know we had a little bonding time getting inebriated together. And I was like, "Come watch this for a little bit and see what happens." And he tapped out at twenty minutes. He's like, "I can't fucking do this." uh and <laughs> literally it was just 40 minutes of being like who's watching this who is this for kind of thing and then or like for there was minutes. like some like f- there was also like
0: some like freaky light stuff so that i was like, <laughs> and, like <laughs> I, <don't know>
1: why. <laughs> I feel like maybe we would have been able to get through it if we were like actually physically together
0: yeah, that would have made a huge difference. It would have made a I think huge
1: difference. Move um, to Canada, okay? Move to Canada. No, I don't know if I want to. Well, I but 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 like I then I have to get all of my licenses again and. All right, I'll do it. Uh, <laughs>
0: okay, oh. I live really close to university,
1: Abby. So I'll move. You know, it wouldn't be too much of a commute. No. There you go. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. So, sorry about last week, but it was a miserable failure.
0: Yeah. It was just,
1: it was literally a cursed episode. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I... The force was not on our uh, side. Yeah. i I said goodbye to Emma. I texted Jess, my other co-host on Lousy Beautiful Town, and said, help me, and she said, take a shower and then go to bed. And so I took a shower, and I laid in bed and laughed for, like, 20 minutes, and then I went to sleep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't even remember what I did the rest of the night. I just know we tapped out and then I was like
1: weirdly sleepy for the rest of the night. That's all I remember. Yeah. So. so Anyway, on with up today's episode. Yeah. What are we drinking today, um, Abigail? Well, one, I'm eating goldfish. Uh, Very nice. Yeah, I'm hungry. And two. I miss goldfish. They're really yummy. Do you not have goldfish in Canada?
0: No, I have goldfish in Canada. I cannot eat them because they are filled with cheddar cheese. Oh. But these
1: don't, oh. I mean, yeah, your stomach is way more sensitive than mine is. Because they don't upset my stomach. Yeah. But anyway. No. I am, um, don't make fun of me and don't judge me. Uh, I am drinking White Claw.
0: I don't judge you because I've never had a White Claw, so I'm like, man, I want to try White Claw, but is White Claw here? No. <laughs> it is so. my least
1: favorite of the hard seltzers right now.
0: I don't even think I can get a hard seltzer right now. Like, who? I, what? I don't know. I don't think there's any breweries around here that do hard seltzers or something. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's just seltzer <sighs> water with I'm alcohol. just drinking rum and, I'm just drinking rum and Coke Zero. Right In my fancy Rise of Skywalker glass that I got from the movie theater yesterday. Woot woot. So I'm very excited about that.
1: I wanted something alcoholic, but I didn't want something heavy. And yeah, so White Claw it is. This is all we had. Yep.
0: All right. What did you do to get into the
1: Christmas spirit this week? Mm -hmm. Well, yesterday at work, we did um cookies with santa so at our office we hosted we had one of my co-workers and her husband dress up as mr and mrs claus and kids could come in with their families and take pictures with santa for free um because getting pictures with santa is so ungodly and outrageously expensive um yeah And then we had, like, cookies and hot chocolate, and you could write a letter to Santa, and you could color, and it was cute. Um, It was our first year doing it, so that was nice. And so we've all decorated our doors at the office to look like Christmas presents. Um, So I had that. I've had that for a little while. She
0: has Yoda on her door. Uh, Not baby, well, she has baby Yoda on her door, but she also has Yoda Yoda on her door. Just like to say that. I didn't,
1: I didn't choose it. I did not choose to have Yoda on my door.
0: Anyway. I love the little picture of the baby Yoda dead up there in, like, Christmas yeah. lights. Yeah. Like yeah, so... That made me squee for a good solid Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, my office has, like, a big, tall window next to the door. Mine is, like, the only office with that. Um, and so, I like to decorate that, too. Otherwise, it's just kind of weird. So, I've got, like, some fun garland around that. And then like a happy Hanukkah sign, and then a whole bunch of pictures of Christmas Baby Yoda. Um, And one of them says, I I put like a thought bubble that was like, all I want for Christmas is food gummy. So (laughs) it's very festive. And then tonight, I'm going to our annual Filipino uh, church community Christmas party. So oh, we get all dressed up and all fancy, and we go, and we party, and we get drunk, and it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. I i mean, there's been a lot of, like, really Christmassy – that's actually really the fun part about kind of working with kids is that, like, we do put a lot of effort into, like, making things really Christmassy – Um, especially, like, in my environment where, like, kids aren't necessarily home during December, so, like, it's really important to kind of make things special, so there's been, like, tons of things going on at work. Um, and, uh, so that means, but, like, even, like, amongst the staff, like, just for ourselves, we've been doing, like, a lot of potlucks and a lot of, like, baking trades and everything. It's been... I'm so grateful for my coworkers this year because I think we really, one of my coworkers just like pulled out all the stops for everybody this year. And it's been so much fun to come in to work this December. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, and I've been doing, I do, I bake. That's my kind of, that's kind of my thing. And, like, I think my coworkers are starting to understand that, oh, Emma bakes. Because I have these chocolate cookies that I make that are made out of brownie mix. And, Mm -hmm. swear to God, they go over, well, 100% of the time. Even if I burn them and they're terrible, people still eat them. So, I'm just going to, just saying, like, look up brownie brownie mix cookies and you will be the highlight of the party I guarantee it
1: which is really nice so. too because like you have to use you basically make vegan cookies
0: no I don't oh no because they very much all my cookie I okay so <laughs> I make them with eggs oh okay and I actually this week I made them without eggs so I could give my sister some of these cookies because mm-hmm. she's vegan and they're not as good. Oh bummer. So, but I don't. I don't use dairy. I don't use dairy in my baking. I did last year. I used lactose free dairy, and it still ended up like really hurting me in other ways. Mm. So I just avoid it altogether now. So I do dairy free baking and cooking. So. Have you
1: ever tried? If You ever oh, sorry. want
0: tips? Hit me up.
1: I was being an asshole. If you
0: ever want tips, hit me up on Twitter.
1: No, go ahead. <laughs> I was being an asshole and interrupting you. Have you ever tried using um, applesauce instead of oil?
0: Yeah, I just I but I just, it wouldn't I like taste it. as <laughs> good. Oh really? Ooh. I eh, I don't know. Oil is oil. I, right now I'm using margarine instead of oil, and, and oh. so I feel like that's making things a little bit more interesting. Huh. But P.S. Parquet, dairy free. So that's been really fun for me, <laughs> knowing I don't have to like pay out my butt for, like, the fancy vegan brands. I can just buy Parquet. Yay. It's great. So. Ta-ta. Anyways. What are we watching this week, Miss Abby? <laughs> uh,
1: we watched three movies. We watched the most important trilogy of the decade. Um,
0: mm-hmm. Not
1: the one that, like, this is the most uh, disappointing ending of a trilogy in that it's going away And it's sad. Um, We don't know any other trilogy right now. It is just this one. Uh,
0: (laughs) It's just just A Christmas Prince. I don't know anything about another trilogy. I only know duologies, frankly.
1: (laughs) So we watched A Christmas Prince, A Christmas Prince, The Royal Mm -hmm. Wedding, and A Christmas Prince, The Royal Baby. Mm -hmm. It was very good. Um...
0: (laughs) I mean, I feel like The Christmas Prince is basically what kicked off like this let's watch cheesy yes. movies at Christmas time thing for me. Like, because I've always watched like Christmas classics. Like, I've always watched Miracle on 34th Street, It's a Wonderful Live, Home Alone, Elf, like all like the big releases, but never like any of like the cheesy made for TV movies. Yeah. And so, I mean, Netflix did a really good job at promoting this one on Twitter. And so, I, obviously, I checked it out because everybody else was. And like, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And so then I was checking out things like The Holiday calendar and the princess switch and so now it's kind of become a tradition to just watch these really terribly cheesy Mm -hmm. uh christmas movies on netflix every year and i'm so glad
1: that i do and i'm so glad i got to share it with you this year so i we actually watched um a christmas prince of the royal wedding together did we Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) i'm such a good friend i don't remember it. i'm so
1: glad our friendship means so much to you we we rabbited it. Did mm-hmm. we?
0: I mean, it sounds like something we definitely did. I just do not remember the event. I'm so sorry. Wow.
1: It's <laughs> okay. It was in 2018. It's fine. There's been like 30 years I, since. You want
0: to know how much of a mess I was in 2018? <laughs> <laughs> so, the Christmas Prince is. Like the trilogy of movies, and almost like a cinematic universe, right? Yeah. Um, it stars Rose McIver as Amber, uh, Ben Lamb as Prince Richard, Alice Creech I think. Would you say that? I guess. Or Craig. Oh. As Queen Helena. Honor Niefsi as Princess Emily and Theo Davini as Simon. Mm-hmm. Um, the first two were written by Karen Shaler and Nick Atkins. Um, and one was directed by Alex Zam. Second was directed by John Schultz. And three was also directed by John Schultz.
1: So, yeah. um, how do we want to break this down, Abby? Um, I think we'll just do a, an overview of of uh, the first one and a second, the second one and we'll go a little more in depth with uh, the royal baby just because it is so new and exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. A Christmas Prince starts out with an American magazine journalist. Ooh. Mm. Uh, so we have Amber and she is sent to the foreign nation of Aldovia which is where all of our story takes place um, because she's going to cover a story about Crown Prince Richard who is going to take the fro- the, th- the throne mm-hmm. he's going to take the throne of Aldovia after his father's death um, he's kind of portrayed as a playboy so he's got very uh, Prince Harry vibes uh,
0: definitely he's like if Harry and William were smushed into one
1: Yeah, in a lot of ways yeah um, And so she goes to the press conference because she's hoping that this is going to be, like, her big thing to get in, like, big stories. Um, So Amber sneaks into the palace and gets mistaken for Richard's little sister, Emily's uh, American tutor. Um, And she's like, yep, I'm the tutor. That's me. And there are no background checks. No, they
0: don't even ask for like
1: Identification
0: Identification Or like credentials, anything It's just like, you're this person Yep, I am, great That's it, nothing else (laughs) (laughs) We're we're literally a royal government But we have no safety precautions put in place No,
1: they literally
0: don't (laughs) care How? (laughs) I don't know like, especially when you know there's, like, journalists crawling around your country right. from all over the world. Right. You're not even
1: going to, like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So Anyways. <laughs> Amber and Emily bond a lot. Um, Emily is disabled. She has spina bifida. Um, and Amber's, like, the only person who treats her like a person and not, like, some broken child. Um but emily is extremely smart and is like you're not a tutor you're a journalist and amber's like oh yeah
0: yeah. you got
1: you got me um (laughs) so yada 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 richard has a cousin named simon um and simon is next in line for the throne because we have to have what's it called
0: Oh, it was, uh, it was, um, male, like, male-inherited lineage, or something, yeah. I can't remember It, it. is,
1: um... Patri-
0: pa- Patriarchal lineage. Yeah,
1: it's... Which we'll
0: get into in a bit, because I have some thoughts. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, uh... Yeah, it's agnatic primogeniture. Um... Oh, there so you go. So, women are just excluded, period. Um which is absolute garbage. But anyways, Simon is next in line for the throne and he wants it. Um and is going to try and get it. There's a lot that happens. They Richard and Amber fall in love. Uh but then it is found out that Richard is actually adopted. He is he is not the true born son of the king and queen of Aldovia, um which would then discount him from the line of succession mm-hmm.
0: uh p.s nobody bothered to tell him about no this.
1: he had no fucking idea so now his identity is like shattered and torn into pieces um mm-hmm. amber eventually at some point lets him know the truth um or no, uh, Richard's ex-girlfriend, Sophia, reveals the truth. He's just like, what the fuck? And we have this big, like, ah, this is the worst moment. Um, so Simon is going to be king. And Sophia marries Simon so she can be the queen. Um, and then Amber is able to prove that Richard is the rightful heir. Because she found... Proof in a christmas ornament made by the king which is an acorn uh which we Mm -hmm. saw in a night before christmas um and they had a secret proclamation that had richard as the rightful heir um and so they save the throne from being ruled by simon richard is placed on the throne and yeah they fall in love amber goes back to new york and is like all sad and Richard comes mm-hmm. to get her and is like, I want you to be with me and proposes to her because that's how things work in a Christmas movie.
0: Absolutely. Especially when you're like a rainy monarch. Right. Definitely. Right. Definitely. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's totally how it happens.
0: Yeah. And then a year later... So, Amber is, like, the new hot thing. She's all over the press because, like, she's engaged to the king of Aldovia. She's going on um, all these press. She's doing some press because, like, why the fuck not? Mm. And, um, finally it's Christmas time. She's been kind of going back and forth between New York and Aldovia because, like, she was, like, determined to keep her old life, Mm -hmm. even though she was going to marry the king of Aldovia. And, uh... So, uh, for, but for Christmas time She decides she's gonna go back Um, to Aldovia and they're gonna Celebrate and they're gonna Be putting the final touches on their wedding And, uh the deal but but she's also kind of finding that richard is quite swamped because king stuff Mm. and like he's the leader of this country and this country is facing an economic economic crisis because of policy that he's put forward and so he kind of has to keep dealing with that which means she kind of gets shunted to the side a little bit and she doesn't really know how to deal with that also she's been writing a blog just to kind of keep up with um because she's a journalist, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how she wants to, like, keep writing while still being in part of this life. Um, but um, their press secretary is like, hey, like, you need to be a lot more careful about what you're putting out there. They even, like, go behind her back and, like, um, take posts down without her knowing. And so basically she's really struggling to kind of figure out where the fuck she is in, in with all of this. And then um, she kind of starts figuring that... Um, The economic crises might be a little bit more manufactured, and so she's using her journalistic instincts (laughs) to kind of dig into that and figure out what's going on. Also, Simon's back, and he's trying to make amends with the family, probably because he knows he's better off being the aristocrat than being the outcast. Mm. And there's some drama there. Her best friends are also visiting because they want to be there for the wedding, and, like, Simon and her friend Melissa are making eyes at each other. It's kind of weird. (laughs) And then it's found out that um, one of their allies, supposedly, has been, like, disrupting the flow of money for this new economic plan, and that's been really fucking with people, and, like, the whole royal is like, feeling really distressed about this because they don't want to see their country suffer, but it's suffering, even though they've been trying to, like, push for more modern reforms um, and so that gets dealt with. Also, there's, like, this wedding planner named Sahil who is absolutely bonkers mm-hmm. and has his own vision for everything. It doesn't listen to anything anybody wants. It's just Sahil's plan, and I think we're supposed to find this hilarious.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's very much so, a uh, stereotype.
0: yeah. It's like he is a stereotype, but he's not a stereotype, but he's a stereotype, mm. and it's very... I don't know if I'm the one who really should be discussing this, Truth. but yeah, he doesn't quite work for me. No, me, me either. Um, but anyways, it all gets resolved. They figure out a new way around it that keeps money out of this ally's pocket, and they get to go forward with the wedding, and she gets to wear a dress that she likes, and it's all good. Happily ever after. Huzzah.
1: And so, that brings us to A Christmas Prince, the royal bébé. Royal bébé? Yes. The royal bébé. Le petit, le petit bébé royal. Wow, that was so pretty. Say that again. Le petit bébé royal. Oh. I'm falling in love. <laughs> I cannot speak French. It's probably
0: not even great
1: French. But like, like, you, but like I can't speak French. Like, the most I can say is Sacrebleu. bleu," bleu? And, uh... Mon Dieu. uh, Voulez-vous... Le petit bébé Voulez-vous coucher avec moi This one. one? (laughs) And, like, (laughs) c'est magnifique. Oh, yeah. I say that all the time. Uh, And (laughs) voilà. So, but anyway, now that I am done being overly attracted to Emma... (laughs) which I'm never done with but we're moving on from it Uh, (laughs) so this is nearly a year after the royal wedding Amber and Richard are preparing for the birth of their first child and they're keeping it all super hush hush as to the sex of the baby Um, so thank god we didn't get a stupid baby quote unquote gender reveal can
0: you imagine imagine the royal gender reveal
1: (laughs) god Jesus Christ.
0: Oh, I'd kill them. <laughs> yeah. I hope it would just be a black bo- orb that floats away. <laughs> Have you seen that video? <laughs> no. It's a, it was, like, supposed to be this gender reveal where they, like, put the confetti in, like, a black balloon, but the balloon got away. So it's just this orb of gender floating away <laughs> saying, you'll
1: never catch me! Gender is meaningless! <laughs> the orb of gender. <laughs> oh, Lord in heaven. It was great! <laughs> so, the whole premise of this film is that uh, Amber and Richard are being visited by the neighboring country of Panglia. And this is Aldovia's closest ally, which means King Tai and Queen Ming are visiting uh, Aldovia for the centennial signing of a historical treaty between Aldovia and Panglia that dated all the way back to 1419. Um, This is a very important treaty because it effectively ended a very long war between the two nations and it's re-signing every 100 years continues to prevent going back into active war um
0: which makes so much sense this is a very diplomatic solution <laughs> like it's like i get it like they're kind of like treating it like if we don't sign it it's the end of the world but i'm like at this point you know your allies right this is just ceremonial calm down right
1: <laughs> good lord
0: but there's more to it. Yeah, that means they have to sign yes. it. So keep going. So, <laughs> uh,
1: they're getting ready for this. They're very nervous about the king and queen of Penglia coming to visit, especially Amber, um, because they have made progressive strides in Aldovia, um, where Amber has a ton of responsibilities, and she's basically the same level as at the same level as King Richard. Um, they've also changed. Um, the uh, laws of succession. So it is no longer agnatic primogeniture. It is now absolute primogeniture. So it doesn't matter uh, your gender. So long as you come first, you are the next heir. Um, but this doesn't make up anything for Emily. I'm just saying. No, nope. Emily was treated like no. shit. No. <laughs> Justice for Queen Emily. <laughs> yes. So anyway, uh, so. The first time that they meet the King and Queen of Penglia, it is very awkward because Amber does not follow royal protocol. She's like, hey, I'm Amber. And Queen Ming is very uh, poignant, or,
0: yeah, poignant, and
1: and pointedly, that's the word I'm looking for. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Very pointedly making sure she refers to her as Queen Amber of New York. (laughs) And not Queen Amber of Aldovia. So she doesn't consider her an equal yet. Dun, dun, no. <laughs> so I guess Pingli is very traditional in its in its um. What's the word I'm looking for? The ways it treats women,
0: or like just the way the royal family is expected to govern. I
1: would yes, say. that's a better word to do. Yeah, that's a better way to phrase it. Um, and like the queen and the the being a queen in penglia is very much so like kind of like a ceremonial thing mm-hmm. um you're there to birth heirs and that's about it yeah um and so amber is struggling with that and has the idea of that not only will king richard and king tai sign the treaty but queen ming and queen amber will as well and ming is like no that's not how we do things in penglia yeah um but the big drama begins when the treaty is stolen bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: it's literally like a whole thing because it's like they open it and everyone's like <gasps> and then like they're like immediately there's like 10 different suspects and they're all in the room and who mm-hmm. would have done it Who so done that's it the main driving point of this film yes that and the fact that she's gonna have a baby real soon
1: yep so one it's a whole issue because like it's a historical document it's also a very important tradition for these two countries to continue to sign the treaty but also apparently it'll launch them back into war
0: because diplomacy for the last 600 years means nothing apparently
1: Apparently it'll, like, destabilize, like, both countries' like eco- uh, economic situation. I don't remember. It's stupid.
0: It's, this is the dumbest thing that they've come up with for them to be freaked out over so far. I have yes. to say. Because, yes. like, where the fuck is your diplomacy? Where is your diplomacy? Where are your lawyers? Where is your diplomacy? Where are your lawmakers? Where is your diplomacy? <laughs> Anyways, I call this going.
1: aggressive negotiations. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... Everybody needs to find this fucking treaty. And so Simon, uh, Emily, and Simon's girlfriend, who is uh, Emily's, (laughs) Um, who is Amber's dear friend, Melissa, uh, all decide to try and distract the King and Queen of Penglia by playing a game. (laughs) Uh, Simon and Melissa are dating, by the way. But Simon knows Queen Ming's assistant from college, and it kind of seems like they got a little something-something going on.
0: They're making eyes at each other.
1: Oh, yeah. They're, like,
0: making fuck-me eyes at each other. Who wouldn't be suspicious of that?
1: Right? Yeah. Um. So, eventually, they stop playing this game, which looks very... I'm very confused by this game. Um. And... Melissa goes to Amber and is like, I think Simon's cheating on me. And Amber's like, I wouldn't be surprised. We hate Simon. Dump him. And she's like, what the fuck? How dare you say that to me? <laughs> Even though she's like, I think Simon's cheating on me. <laughs> um, and so, sorry, I keep my brain, brain fart. It's all right. So, I guess Emily has done some extra research into this treaty, um, why it came to be, and uh, what could happen if the treaty is not signed, and we find out that there has been a curse put on the treaty.
0: Dun, dun,
1: dun! <laughs> if the treaty is not signed by midnight on Christmas Eve, then... Not only will the countries go back into war, but a curse shall be cast upon the firstborn. Of I think, the right?
0: country who cannot fulfill the signing duties.
1: Yes. And so that would mean that the child that Amber is currently pregnant with would be cursed. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> And Amber's like, "What? We have to sign this because my baby's going to be cursed." And like, I can forgive her because she's got pregnancy brain. Yeah, I but, would believe it too. But and like, like Richard's oh. like, "What the fuck?
0: It's nobody believes in witches and sorcerers anymore. Like, why are you all yeah. freaking out about this?" And like, kind of saying Richard, but also like, I kind of get where Amber's coming from. Like, you don't want to take yeah. any risks with your firstborn, you know? <laughs> right.
1: Right. Yeah. um so it continues on they can't find the treaty uh and there's also a terrible snowstorm that comes to aldovia uh and that means that the king and queen of panglia cannot leave because the all flights have been grounded mm-hmm. and um So the king and queen are trying their best to get the heck out, get the fuck out of Dodge. Um, but they can't. And uh, Amber ended up canceling her baby shower. But they all decided, since they're all stuck in the palace anyway, that they're going to have this baby shower.
0: And it's a very extravagant, very pricey baby shower with really For like ten gifts. people. With really yeah. crappy gifts, too. Like, you're aristocracy, and those are the gifts you're getting her? Really? <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's do better. Let's yep. let's do some, like, solid, like, you know, those things that you put your baby in as a swing. Like, let's get some of those, like, high-end bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Not yeah. these silly little... I mean, they're cute, but, like, also, you're aristocracy. Your aristocracy, you can do
1: better. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. Um. (laughs) So. But the Queen of Panglia, Ming, does make Amber something. I can't remember what it was. Um. But she makes something for the baby. Like, she hand makes something. Um. And so that was very. That was kind of like the truce offering. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. And so, while this is all going on, Richard and Ty, like, sneak out to build a, the crib for the baby. Um, And no one is, like, nonplussed about the fact that they just left. (laughs) Um, But they don't know how to build a crib, is basically what happens Well, it's just a really
0: cute moment where, like, they think they've done it. Like, oh yeah, we're kings, we can do this, we can be, like, regular dads. (laughs) And then... Not only is the gold-plated uh, slab to this bed put on the wrong side, the bed then
1: just completely disintegrates right yep. before their eyes. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and we flashback, or flashback, but we go back to the baby shower and everybody is sitting around and having, like, fingers, sandwiches and all of that. And Emily brings up the curse again. Because that's a very appropriate time to bring up the fact that your
0: firstborn nibbling could be cursed, Emily. Right?
1: Yeah. But don't do that, Mister Little. Mister Little, one of the uh, workers in the palace, like was like, "Yeah, I believe you," because when I was a kid, like I heard about spirits in the dungeons and it's very spooky, and like I saw, like I heard one, and she's like, "Fuck." <laughs> like, this is legit. Shit. Okay. So, after the baby shower, Melissa sees Simon enter his room with uh, the assistant to the and royal family. Let me find her name. Uh, Susan, right? Mm hmm. Yes. I think um, so, yeah. Yeah. So. Oh no no no. It's Lynn. <laughs> Who's Susan? I don't know. Oh. Huh. Anyway.
0: We should Lynn. remember the name Lynn a little bit better, I think, but
1: um <laughs> <laughs> we did not. We love Sorry. you, Lynn. Sorry, Lynn. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> yep. So <laughs> anyways. Melissa's pissed rightfully Mm -hmm. and assumes that there's something going on between them but then also begins to believe that lynn and simon are conspiring together and that they were the ones to seal the treaty um so basically it's a rehashed plot of simon's the bad guy and wants to be king um and everybody thinks it's simon who did it poor simon (laughs) honestly (laughs) he's really trying
0: He's trying, but he's also not ma- doing a very good job at making himself look innocent right now.
1: <laughs> no, he always looks like he's doing something shady.
0: It's just his face. It's okay.
1: <laughs> it is his face. It really is his
0: face.
1: Um, Ugh. So Melissa basically dumps him. Mm-hmm. And is like, fuck you. And so they talk about Or Richard and Amber talk about how they have a police dog coming in the next day to try and find the treaty. Basically, um, it doesn't happen. (laughs) The treaty is not signed. We get uh, or is not found. So we get some cute stuff of the royal family going down to the Christmas market um, with no security detail.
0: There's when is there ever a security detail in these movies, Abby? You're right. These these and like considering how Amber got into the palace in the first place, like security is clearly not this royal family's top priority. <laughs> They're a non-entity when it comes to security, okay? No. The man had to take a cab back to the palace, okay? <laughs> he no. Security like, is-, is not in their budget. It's so they can keep decorating their palace really well for Christmas every year, but the sacrifice is their security budget.
1: Yep. yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody goes. They have a jolly good time. Um, Amber and Emily get to go ice skating together by sitting in these cute little chairs, and they are being pushed around. Um, Amber's being pushed around by Richard, and Emily is being pushed around by her little crush, um, where she's room. very not subtle that she's into him. No. It's that very cute.
0: Because she's, like, 12. So Yeah it
1: works um, Amber and Ming bond over the fact that they can both shoot an arrow mm-hmm. um, which is very nice and uh, Amber faints I can't remember why but she faints
0: it's almost like um, the shooting was like too much effort for her and then she faints and then she gets back to the palace and then oops she's going into labor which... she's in labor. yeah she should have been prepared like she should have been maybe prepared for she wasn't due till the 11th but like babies have their own time frame so Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. yes so they call the um obgyn and they're like are you on your way and she's like yes i'm coming i'll be there um And during this time, Melissa says, I think it's Simon and Lynn. They've been conspiring. And they're all like, we're going to fucking find this treaty because it is the 24th. And if we don't sign this thing by midnight, we're going to war. And my child will be cursed. You know, normal things. Is nobody using their fucking brains in this movie? No. (gasps) No. So people are running around the palace trying to find the stupid treaty. The OBGYN is trying to come, but then she. Her car, like, slips on snow and she gets stuck in a snowbank. And so, to come and get her, Richard hops on his horse. (laughs) And goes to get her. Of course. (laughs) Um, But she's freaking out. She's getting closer to labor. She's she's, uh, dilated so much. And. The OBGYN is not there, but Queen Ming helped uh, as a midwife.
0: I, I heard she you. volunteered in an maternity ward. Not that she yeah. was actually a midwife, which is something... Okay, just because you volunteer <laughs> on a mater, I do not, like, I don't think people really appreciate the amount of training it takes even, like, after you finished schooling to even, like, do, like... And the UK midwifery is is like its own branch of nursing. If you go Mm -hmm. into um, maternity nursing here, like you have to, like, there's a good chunk of like solid education that you have to go through to be prepared to like be supportive in that way. Like, I can't tell you, I never ended up having to help too much with maternity when I was in that area, but. I still did all the training and there's so much you have to do so like just being a volunteer you were like offering hot packs at best you do not have the experience to be helping a woman deliver a baby
1: you are on the phone with 911 and you are having a paramedic walk you through this okay Queen Ming there are so many medical things that keep happening in these movies so weird anyway Queen Ming is helping Amber give birth um, while this is happening, Queen Helena and Princess Emily decide to search the dungeons to see what they can find, uh, and while they are there, the spooky, scary spirit comes and gets them and locks them in a jail cell, and they're able to get out with um, one of Emily's um, mobility aides, and they find, you guess it, the treaty! Oh! <gasps> It was in the dungeon all along. P.S.
0: They kept insisting they don't have a dungeon. They have a dungeon.
1: They have a dungeon.
0: They have a dungeon.
1: (laughs) Yep. So Richard rescues the OBGYN. He gets her there. uh, And Emily and Helena get out of the dungeon. And everybody runs into the, the heckin' the room. Amber's room. Like, Amber's birthing room. <laughs> Amber's birth. No, she's just straight up giving birth on the bed that they sleep in. Yep. You, you do you, honey fancy
0: sheets. You do you. It's okay. It's fine. These are extenuating yeah. circumstances. It's fine.
1: <laughs> the OBGYN finally gets there. They finally bring in the treaty. And they're trying to still figure out who the hell stole the treaty. And they discover that someone right in this very room has stolen the treaty. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so <laughs> So basically we get some Aldovian history. We had an Aldovian history lesson in fourteen nineteen, when Penglia and Aldovia signed this treaty, um It was signed between the Penglian King and Prince Claude of Aldovia. And Prince Claude ended up being poisoned. Oh, no! (laughs) And it was to be assumed it was by um, either the Penglians or the next family that was up in line. And that next family happened to be Richard's family. Oh, no! Oh nose and so (laughs) that family (laughs) has sworn for since 1419 600 years (laughs) to get rid of that branch of the royal family and that person is mr little who the fuck is mr little (laughs) he's one of the palace people
0: i know but like i like when they revealed it i'm like oh was i supposed to care about this man i'm sorry
1: <laughs> apparently <laughs> but like this, it was this like would be a thing- bigger
0: betrayal if like he was like a part of like the cast like if it was um mrs what's nuts? um mrs avril Mrs. Avril. If this Mrs. Avril's family would have been way more of a betrayal,
1: way more yeah. of a shock. But yeah. this guy, I don't I don't I, I don't remember him. No, me either. So But like he is the one who told Emily about the spooky scary skeleton in the dungeon, so that hopefully no one would go to the dungeon to find the stupid treaty. Um and so he gets arrested and they get to sign the treaty. But first, Richard apologizes to Simon, and Simon's like, what the fuck, guys? Like, come the fuck on.
0: How dare you suspect me? The person who tried to steal the crown from you. How dare you? (laughs) I have earned your trust, okay? I'm a good guy now. And, like, Melissa forgives him, and it's all good there. And then we find out he's been sneaky because he's been trying to propose to her, and he's been enlisting Lin to help him pick out a
1: ring. Yep. And then he proposes to her right then and there. Yeah. Which is a little awkward. Yeah. Not so, the they end up deciding that Amber and Ming will also sign the treaty. And so all four monarchs sign the treaty. Everything is wonderful and everybody gets the fuck out so that Amber could have her bebe. Her bebe. Her bebe. So, <sighs> Amber gives birth to the bibet.
0: Which is a lovely three-month-old child. Who has that, that ba- yeah,
1: that baby is just, like, that's a straight-up baby.
0: That, if that baby actually came out of her, it would have ripped her to shreds. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> this baby has, like, a full-ass head of hair. I mean, and some well, babies have full-ass head of the hair.
0: I'm not going to lie. That's true. But like, that is true. That head is too big to have come out of Amber. Little petite yeah. Amber. Which I will get into in a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is that is not a uh, newborn. Not even remotely close to being baby. newborn. Yep. You couldn't so even it's put a little... gunk on it, said. Come on. Yeah, right? <laughs> put gunk on it. Come on. <laughs> put gunk on the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's a baby girl. Yeah. It's a little baby girl. Oh, we totally forgot about Amber's dad. Um, We'll get into Amber's dad later. Amber's dad thoughts. drives me nuts. But Amber's dad shows up right in time to hear yeah. he has a granddaughter. Yeah. He has a granddaughter. <laughs> I just got in right in time. I'm Rudy. I'm from New York. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a walking stereotype. Think, yep. I'm going scene by scene on Netflix on this just to make sure I'm getting everything right. I think that baby's older than three months. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. But anyway, they name her Ellery. Which is apparently Amber's mom's name. Yes, which is very sweet. Mm Mm-hmm. But also Ellery? Yeah. I've never heard that name. Me neither. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Yeah, I wasn't... (laughs) I was not wild about it. But, you know, they're royals. Who the heck knows? So everything is wonderful the pangolins get to go home to their children for Christmas, uh and they have their bb and amber still blogs by the way and so <laughs> she blogs about having the bb and how she's so happy to be a mom uh and that is where our story ends for now for now this this story could just keep going and going
0: oh, and yeah. going and going because there's always gonna be new life events yep And that's basically the Christmas Prince Trilogy. Yep. So, unbelievable suspension of disbelief. Oh, I have several. (laughs) Go for it. Um, So, first of all, the lack of security when it comes to Amber (laughs) getting into the palace, which I've already got over. Um, I would also say the fact that... So he'll ref- is like so in demand but refuses to listen to his clients. Would that really go over well in the aristocracy? I don't think so.
1: No. Um
0: <laughs> Um what else? Well, the- and then there was like Qingming's uh uh volunteer work qualifying her <laughs> to help Amber through her labor and delivery. No. No, no. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the fact that nobody would consider Princess Emily for the crown, oh no, I think I'll go in, I'll get into that in low lights because mm. justice for Queen Emily. Justice um, for Queen Emily. and the fact that a royal would blog that much about their life considering how no. guarded royals have to be. There's a whole thing about that because like, um, if you guys watch The Crown this year, They did this whole episode on this documentary that the British Royal Family did in the 60s called The Royal Family, which basically, like, let people into, like, their everyday lives and people kind of got to see them as, like, actual human beings. And after that, the Queen, like, the Queen saw it and after that she's like, I can't actually show people this because, like, we need a little bit more of an illusion Mm -hmm. or we will lose, like, our ability to do our work, essentially. Right, right. And so, like, the fact that Amber would just, like, put everything out there on a blog, as much as, like, I appreciate she's a good writer and everything, I would have rather had her, like, be researching um, Eldovian history and then, like, putting books out there. I think that would have been maybe a better use of her talents within the confines of the royal family. Because you can can always get into, like, the old dirt of the royal family, but the current dirt has to stay
1: under wraps. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, when when Meghan Markle was getting married to Prince Harry, she Mm -hmm. had to delete her blog and -hmm. her Instagram and every piece of social media she was ever on. Yeah. So...
0: I mean, British royal family versus Aldovian royal family, maybe. But <laughs> Very also, different. But also, they would never be, like, the like that was actually the most believable part, was the fact that Miss Avril was like, you can't put this much out there. Like, this is not right. good for our image, no matter what you think. And she's like, no, I'm an American, and I do things my way. And it's like, no, you're not considering the full ramifications of what you're doing right here.
1: Right. So, yeah. yeah. What about you? Um the security for one the just weirdest structure of a royal family ever. <laughs> um monarchy bad, but learning about monarchy fun.
0: Yeah.
1: Um so that is one of my areas of expertise and goddamn do they suck at being a monarchy. <laughs> I have some thoughts on that coming up later, though. I don't... They're not a constitutional monarchy, are they? They're not really... They could...
0: I don't think they'd be fully constitutional monarchy if Richard's able to, like, enact economic plans. Yeah.
1: Yeah, So... So. Fucking who knows what kind of monarchy they are. They're not good at it. Uh Uh-uh. Also... I don't know. There's something about the geography.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, sorry. I was so much happier when I was able to imagine, like, Aldovia and, like, its neighboring countries kind of existing in the ocean somewhere off the coast of Europe that mm-hmm. would, like, maybe make the fact that the, their existence make a little bit more sense, because as it stands right now, they make no sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and the fact that they just moved it to Eastern Europe... <laughs> Yep. <laughs> makes things ten times worse. Like they're literally on the
1: edge of the Baltic Sea, and I'm like, what are you doing? hmm Stop that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't put it on a map. I know where that is. <laughs> well, and we also find out that Belgravia is included. Yeah. So Belgravia is part of the Netflix cinematic universe.
0: <laughs> Which I already uh, I feel like was already like a given at this point. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, but now I kind of want a Christmas Prince Princess Switch crossover. Oh yeah, me yeah. Me. yeah, yeah. Amber yeah, yeah. finds her doppelganger.
0: No, 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 no. There's just another Vanessa Hudgens, and she's there to wreck the Aldovian Christmas once again.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there's a fourth Vanessa Hudgens. because
0: because cousin Cecil just couldn't keep it in his pants.
1: No, <laughs> no. Good lord. <laughs>
0: Ugh. What Let's were go so- into our
1: lowlights first.
0: Okay, lowlights. I hate yeah. the fact that nobody considered Emily when it came to the line with sucess- succession. I hate right. the fact that once they found out that they were going to have Emily and that she was going to be a relatively healthy kid. I mean, she has spina bifida and that comes with its own set of issues. I'm not going to lie. But, um, she's definitely proven that she is more than capable of being able to run a country. So why wasn't she ever considered? Why didn't they consider telling Richard the truth and then letting Emily take
1: the throne? Mm. Because she's a girl. But, like, what? Like and she's disabled.
0: Uh, that just pisses me off.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, did they
0: make her disabled so she was, like, a complete write-off? Because if so, like, that just is, like, wrong on so many levels. I don't right. like it. Um, other little lights. I feel like... Sahil was just way too much of a caricature and just Mm.
1: it.
0: uh, I I don't like it when there's a character that's played for last because they don't listen because not being listened to is one of the most frustrating things in the world and like they didn't play it like if it was played for comedy I don't think they played it well because it was never like a misunderstanding it was purely someone being told something and being ignored (laughs) and I don't like that (laughs) yeah um, and what was a low light from this last one? I think uh, Melissa being so ready to just, like, take Simon, even though she spent, like, the last three days convinced he was, like, really mm-hmm. fucking with her. Yeah. Um, like, that's, like, some strain on your relationship that you guys could probably, like, use to work through a little bit, and mm-hmm. that would have been great to see, but, you yeah, know. Fuck us. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate that Mister Little was like a non-entity
1: <laughs> until suddenly
0: he was the bad guy. What right. the fuck? So, right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hate everything about Amber's dad except in the first movie. Okay,
0: in the first movie, he's New Yorker, but he's this lovable man who likes supports so Amber sweet. no matter what. And then in the second and third movies, he's a walking stereotype. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't want this man anywhere near this movie. It's like, like, why would you take away his charm?
1: Right. He's like, I'm Rudy, and I own a restaurant, and I love bagels.
0: (laughs) And it's like... Okay, but also, like, what was wrong with the last guy? Like, I could understand if he couldn't come back for whatever reason or he didn't want to, but, like, why rewrite the entire character then? Because then I'm like, does, is this like a three-parent situation where (laughs) Amber has, like, two dads and a mom, and, like, she, like, there's some, like, weird stuff going on between her two dads, and, like, her mom just died, so that's put even more stress on the family.
1: (sighs) I don't know. Her dads are both named Rudy.
0: It was a weird coincidence, but I liked the other Rudy
1: a lot better. Yeah. The other Rudy was very sweet and, yeah. like, very much so seemed like a good dad. Um, this Rudy is just literally, I cannot listen to him. I don't want, like, he just did, he just, like, every time I see him on screen, I just want to punch him in his stupid face. Right? Ugh. And, like, every time Amber would, like, call him and get support, he would just basically be like, well, that's not how we do it in New York. You got to fix it. Make him like New York. And it's like, oh, my God, shut the fuck up. I cannot <laughs> stand so you. Bad. I, I cannot him. stand your voice. It's uh. stupid. I hate him. He is my low light, except for Rudy in the first one. Who he is, is good. Just- he is a highlight.
0: He is a dad through and through, and I love him to death. He is so good. He's a good dad. Yeah.
1: What are your highlights?
0: Oh, what are my highlights? I love the royal family. Mm. And let me, I mean, I guess this could kind of go into chemistry or sincerity, but, like, I love, they actually seem like, like real people who happen to grow up in like this very palatial lifestyle. Which is so basically they basically come off as as the same as like the royal families let you see in the news today, which I appreciated. I thought they dressed really well. I thought um I thought the way just the way they presented themselves really, really worked. Um like we said, like Richard is a really good combo of like William and Harry, except he's probably better than both of them. Um (laughs) And, like, so, yeah, I could totally see why Aber would fall for, like, this not-deformed-looking prince and see his sincerity and everything, but also kind of see the family dynamics between them, because they're still a family at the end of the day, which right. I kind of loved. And I love the fact that, um, like, it, they were so close to making Ming a dragon lady, and they didn't do it. They, like, really rounded yes. her out and, like, really showed the balance within that marriage and it was actually really sweet to see. Um, yeah. What else? Another highlight. I adore Emily. She's like yeah. my favorite part of all three movies. Yes. So yeah. I think she's fantastic. And I love I love the whole fairy tale aspect of it. Like it's so mm-hmm. silly and stupid and ridiculous, but a girl from New York went to Aldovia on a chance, and she happened to fall in love. And she had a prince, and she gets to have a wedding, and it's all and a baby, and it's all at Christmas. And isn't it just wonderful? Yes. Like so nice. That's just kind of the highlight for me. Is just kind of like the fairy tale magic of it all, really. Yes.
1: So this hits all of my buttons. Yeah. Like it's got escrimacy. Yeah. It's super fucking cheesy. Yeah. It's got royalty. We yeah. almost had another royal Christmas movie like in our lineup, um, mm-hmm. but decided against it in favor of the Star Wars holiday special, which was our mistake. Uh- <laughs> 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 but I think that one's a lifetime one. So it's even like worse. <laughs> uh, so we have to add that to our list for next year. Yeah. But it hits on my buttons. That's one of my highlights. I, I adore Emily as well. She's my favorite character in all of this. Um, I really enjoyed Tai and Ming in the uh, Royal Baby. Uh, I thought they were very sweet, and I liked their dynamics with Amber and Richard. Mm -hmm. Um, What else do I like? I don't know. I like the idea that there's going to be a Queen of Aldovia. Yeah. Like, absolute Queen of Aldovia. She's not the... uh, queen whatever she's like mm-hmm. the actual queen
0: yeah she's, she's
1: not the queen consort she's the queen regna. she, she doesn't
0: have to marry to be queen she gets to make that decision on her own and yep. she gets to find a partner that will love and support her mate yeah so
1: yeah so that's a highlight
0: yeah um i really like amber's hair in the first and third movies yes i, I agree it's very nice it's a goddamn mess in the second movie, but we don't have yes. to talk about
1: that. <laughs> I love it in the third one. I love that she's already got the mom bob. Yeah. Like, it's so cute. But it
0: totally works because she's, like, got the royal mom thing going on. I'm like, yes. yeah, this totally works. Um, another, sorry, another unbelievable suspension of disbelief for me with regards to Amber is how fucking small her bump is for someone who's like eight nine months along. Yeah, it's I like they didn't, the wanna make, they didn't want to make they didn't want to make Rose McIver look like she was any more than a size two. I'm like, no, put some weight on her. Come on, yeah, she's gonna yeah. she's gonna retain water. She's gonna be as big as a. Uh, Pump like she's no, she's gonna be bigger than a pumpkin. She's just gonna be huge because she's about to deliver a three-month-old baby. Let's like yeah. respect this a little bit. And she is not tall enough to justify that tiny of a bump. Right. <sighs> Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel the chemistry was? Um, I like the chemistry between Amber and Richard. I don't yep. think it's the best chemistry of the group of movies that we've seen. I think yeah. It works, but it's not, like... It's not on the same level as some of the other ones have, where, like, everyone, like immediately everyone's, like, got fuck-me eyes. Yeah. It's not the case with Amber and Richard. They're a little bit more laid-back. So, yeah. um... But they're also, like, a super cute couple at the same time, so, mm-hmm. like, yeah. it's a little bit less sexual, I guess, and, like, that's valid as well.
1: They're very supportive of one another.
0: Yeah, exactly, and, like... He never really looks down on her Mm -mm. or anything, which I appreciate because they come from, like, two very different classes of life. Yeah. So I like that. And like I was saying before with, like, the chemistry, I think the chemistry between the royal family is spot on. Yeah. It's exactly what it needs to be, in my opinion. I don't know if you agree, but.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Okay. I think the chemistry is very nice. Um. Yeah, I mean, like you can tell all of these people like each other, and that's all mm-hmm. I ask out of a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Well, especially by the time you get to the third movie, where they've done this together a couple of times, so like yeah. they're in the they're in the groove, they're in the zone, you know, they're yeah. they're in this, <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're all in this together. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, do you feel like this movie was sincere?
0: It. The, there are moments, like, especially, again, like, in the first movie with, like, her bitchy boss, and, like, I feel like yeah. her two best friends are a little bit more, <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't really come across as sincere, but, um, but also I feel like it leans into the cheesiness because it fully knows that it's cheesy, and oh, so yeah. that makes it a lot better, whereas, like, some other movies, um, are trying to be sincere and it doesn't quite work. Whereas this one, they know they're cheesy. They know they're selling, like, a complete fairy tale. So that's kind of how they're all playing it.
1: But I think,
0: Mm -hmm. again, I think the best sincerity comes from, like, I would say it comes from Queen Helena, ultimately, at the end of the day. She is by far the highlight in terms of, like, acting in all of these movies.
1: Yeah. So. I agree. Yep. It doesn't feel like anybody's phoning it in. They're all very self-aware that it's a cheesy Christmas movie, and they're giving mm-hmm. it their all. Mm-hmm. Love it. Exactly. So does it give you the Christmas cheer and fuzzies?
0: Oh, yeah, it does. Again, yeah. it's kind of got that fairy tale magic to it. I've watched it three years in a row now, so, like, I guess we're in this for the long haul. <laughs> <laughs> And, yeah, it does give me a lot of Christmas cheer. And, like, the way Aldovia, like, the set, like, it's in the mountains in, like, this beautiful Mm -hmm. castle. Hello?
1: Yeah. It was filmed in Romania.
0: Yeah. It looks so nice. And, like, I mean, like, I, like, some people are really into the ocean. I am all about the mountains. And so give me, like, a beautiful love story set at Christmas time in the mountains and I am all there for it. Agreed. So, shall we give this a rosé cheer or shall we drown our sorrows in beer? I'm going to give it a rosé cheer. I'm going to give it a rosé cheer as well. It's a good, good cheesy Christmas
1: trilogy. Yes. And
0: I hope it becomes a saga.
1: Yes. Nine films. The only ever saga to ever exist. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
0: The only saga that matters.
1: Right. Yeah. (laughs)
0: People are going to think we hated The Rise of Skywalker. No. We loved it. If you're listening to this on the Sapphic feed, our reaction episode will be right after this. You just got to listen to it. (laughs) Yep.
1: Uh, If you're listening to this on the Lazy Beautiful Town feed, we are recording tomorrow, which is Sunday, uh, with our dear friend Jacqueline. I'm so, so <laughs> I'm so excited to hear her thoughts
0: i'm so
1: excited
0: i already picked her brain
1: on like a couple of like really important things so i'm yeah.
0: like yes <laughs>
1: yeah. jess and i have been texting each other like back and forth for ever since we saw the movie and it's it's gonna be lit so yeah we're excited yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so, with that said, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Rosetel Day, where you can find out, you can find fast episodes and some uh, quality Christmas content and uh, hmm. our latest episodes as well. Um, and, uh, you can find me on Twitter at M-fysness, It's E M F Y S underscore N E S T.
1: Abby? me oh you can find me on Twitter at Abby M Cecilia we upload this pod to the Suffolk Skywalkers and Lousy Beautiful Town feeds which means you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts Google Play Spotify SoundCloud Stitcher and Podbean if you are a browser listener yay T- uh, tomorrow next week is our last week of the year uh, for our uh, Rosé Till Xmas Day Till Christmas Day Uh, extravaganza and we will be watching carol which is Uh, super gay yeah it's very gay gay. we have to we have to end it with gay
0: we have to do it with gay and yeah so rosé
1: till you're gay rosé till you're gay merry christmas (laughs) so make sure you have carol watched we'll be talking about carol and we're excited and we're gay
0: yes It should be on Netflix. Netflix is, like, very proud of the fact that they have
1: Carol Straining. So, like, go find it. (laughs) Go find it. And with that, go forth and be merry and gay. Gay, gay, gay. Gay, gay, gay. Gay, 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 gay
0: gay 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 gay
1: gay gay
0: gay 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 gay